Hi everyone, welcome to day 17 of our Lift in Liverpool programme and tonight we're going to be speaking with Sarah from Super Cool Foods all about nutrition um, and how she got into um, children's nutrition. Lots of top tips as well. It's day 17 everyone, day 17! We've got three more days left on our programme. I'm just, a few requests, just waiting for Sarah to join us. Yeah, three more days, guys. Three more days. Thanks for joining, everyone. Hello. Oh, you okay? Hello. I'm okay. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Ignore me, by the way. I've just got a chemical peel. I'm not telling you there because it's naughty. So that's why I look like this. <laughs> I think I need one of them. God. Oh. I'm okay, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. How's the baby? Well, he's not this small anymore. <laughs> he was just, he was a little baby there. He was only like 11 months old and that got photographed. He's nearly two. <gasps> How's he doing? Is he all right? Oh, he's fine. He's a little character. Doesn't shut up. Videos, it makes me oh, well, he's a little dance, he doesn't, he doesn't shut up, but he doesn't dance. It's like, okay, Jackson, give him in there. I've got no makeup on at all, it's ugly. But... Do you know what? Um, I was thinking this myself, you know, when I was looking at the questions. How did you, how did you get into children's nutrition in, in, the, in the first place? <laughs> I've been a nutritionist, haven't I, for 24 years? Yeah, I know you've done it forever. That's a life sentence, that. Longer. Isn't it? Yeah. I think I've always been conscious about nutrition and stuff. Yeah. I think over the last, I'd say, seven or eight years, it's been more honed into one of the children's side of things rather yeah. than the adults. Um, to be honest, I think I just got bored of, of, of doing it with adults and stuff. And then I think for the last five years, I've been dealing with children's foods and tolerances and all about gut health and stuff like that. That It just kind of took me down that avenue of like, there's a big, massive gap in the market here because everybody knew about, you know, I'm, I'm 38 now. So when I was like 16, 17, nobody really spoke about children's nutrition or yeah. anything like that. And I think over the last couple of years, it, it became more apparent of how bad children's, our obesity has become more bad in, in, in society and with children being unhealthy and things like that. And I think it comes a lot from the parents. It's so important, isn't it? It, it, it comes from the parents. And I know this, it sounds awful to say, because I'll just be completely honest throughout this, it comes from how they start if the parents yeah so i think if they're brought up in a way where they just they get fed a certain way the the, the body's gonna they're gonna continue to eat that way um yeah. like i've had loads of parents who say to me my baby's three or four they were meeting well if they've never ate it from when they were young how are you meant to teach a three-year-old now that this is the correct way? They're not because it's right. So that's why you start at that age, then. You have to start from when the baby. Like, let's take Jackson right. for instance. Let's take the baby for instance. I'm not saying I'm the greatest nutritionist in the world, and what I say goes because every parent, whatever, whatever, whatever the parents want to feed their children, that's entirely up to them. I'm just going yeah. to advise them. But yeah, he's never at meat. Because I don't eat meat. Now, that's not saying that there's anything wrong with parents feeding that. But 
if you try to give the baby meat now, he'd probably spit it out because he doesn't know what that is, you know. And if, if you're going to give them poor foods, then he'll just spit it out. He's only ever known health from when he was born. So it, it comes, it, it follows up from them. If you're going to start your children off eating crap, then they're going to end up staying that way. And then they wonder why. They, 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 then they get frustrated. Then all you want to do is eat crisp and chocolate and... And chips, you shouldn't have fed them that from when they were babies, you know. So it's from when you're younger. I know, like, for myself, I've grown up from food. I've always been, I'm not now, but I was quite bland. Yeah. And I took, like, just all plain foods. Now I'm not. Now I'm, like, adventurous in everything that I eat. But I think maybe that's came from that, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 plain food. That's what I mean. You just have to kind of nurture them and kind of, if I eat that way, then they, they'll eat that way. And I've always said, if the baby come to me, let's take, for instance, a birthday party and he was sat there and he was like, mommy, I want to use a chicken nugget. I'm not going to say to him, you can't have that. I'll let him make his own decision. And if he doesn't want to eat, he doesn't want to eat it. You know, yeah. I'm not going to like put him in a, in, in, a, in a children's party and when he's when he's old enough to make a little decision and, and embarrass him by saying you can't have that I'll just say he's a, if you want to eat it mate you eat it but I don't cook it for you but I'll never stop him yeah, yeah. Well, that's right isn't it like he can make his own yeah his I'll never stop well. him from wanting to eat healthy um, eat, eat chicken nuggets and chips I'll never stop him it's just I choose not to feed him that way until he's yeah. old enough to, to, to make that decision himself yeah, I suppose as well, like, it's pretty hard, isn't it? I mean, I know to you it will come natural. It's your, it's your whole life. That's how you've lived. I mean, for me, it's a battle. Like, it's, I need to, it's quickness and it's all in your prep, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, I need to make sure I'm eating this this. What tips would you give to parents to, to like, to help them be able to um, feed the children? Like, See, I, when I was learning all my stuff and my degree and, and things like that, it's all psychological with children. So you have to kind of see what, they, what they're kind of eating. And if you can see it, they won't eat it. So I've always, I've always told parents that you've got to turn things into a game. When they turn it into a game, you think, oh, I'm, I'm winning at that game, and then they'll eat it. So kind of like... You can, if you get them to do it, if you get children to do it with you and prep it with you, and then they'll think that it's, it's kind of a game. If you just go and try and put something in front of a child, they're going to push it away. Yeah. If you make that meal with that baby and get them involved, they'll think that they're helping mummy. So when yes. they're helping mummy, they'll want to do it with you, and then they'll go, now I've got to eat it. So it's all about training the brain into how you go from something as ingredients to letting them eat it. You've got to make everything a game. A game. And, yeah, and you've got yeah, to kind of... Yeah, I like that when I work with the kids. Everything's a game, isn't it? It's just... It well, if you turn it into a game, they'll do it. If you start just going, eat that, they'll just go, no. But if you go yeah. into the... Like, at the moment now, Jack, I go like that to Jackson. Who's that? He thinks it's for Christmas, and I go... Father Christmas wants you to eat that, so we'll eat it. So <laughs> it's kind of, you've got to kind of like play the game with them rather yeah. than trying to shove, shove yeah. spinach or something in front of a child. Right, you know, put the spinach inside through and hide it and make it a game with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. will get them to eat it eventually. Yeah. Make it a couple of goes. Yeah. 
Why are you so passionate about um, super cool food being organic, dairy and gluten free? Right, so we'll go back to when I was doing all the food intolerance tests and stuff with the babies and, and, and the children and the adults as well. I didn't realise when I started doing these how many people, people I'm talking about, everything, babies, children, adults, how many people suffered with a dairy allergy. It's shocking. Yeah. And gut allergies and gluten-free allergies and stuff like that. Um, it's because the the manufacturing process of what's in food is, unless you studied the foods and things like that, it's quite, it's really bad what farming and manufacturing people and manufacturing factories are putting into foods. It's full yeah. of pesticides, it's full of hidden additives, it's full of like gum stabilizers, everything. Wow. Um, and I always, I didn't realize that until I studied all the food intolerance and then I done the qualifications on it and the manufacturing of food, how bad food is that's affecting gut health. Yeah. And you've got to kind of, you know, even there's a lot, I won't even name the brands, but there's a lot of like milks out there and they're sitting on a warm shelf. And how on earth can you put a milk in a warm shelf and expect it not to have a stabilizer and the preservatives to be on there for months? Yeah. So you're having that and then they're drinking it and then it's going into the gut and it's doing what it says it does, which is stabilizing itself inside the gut, which is causing the gut problems, which is causing the problems with the skin because it's sitting inside there and you know it becomes toxic, which is why. I wanted to keep everything dairy free because there was a massive, massive gap in the market for parents to be feeding the children dairy free, dairy free food because it comes from the CMPA, which is the cow's milk protein allergy. Because it's the it's the, what they're putting in the animals that's coming out, it's going into the food, it's causing the gut problems, which is causing the skin problems. Do you get what I mean? It's like a vicious circle. And that's why I wanted to keep everything dairy-free and organic because organic as well is not sprayed. Yeah. Okay. If, if you get, if you get, if you get, like I've done, you know, if you go back onto my page and stuff like that, you can see where I put one of my pouches. I left it out the fridge for five days and it blew up. That's because it went off because organic food goes off if you don't keep it in the fridge. Okay. Um, so that's why I wanted to keep everything dairy-free and gluten-free because gluten and dairy was 98% of the problem. I come back in the food intolerance test and I tested over now with the kids. Wow. Uh, and I thought, I had mums go, where can I buy this food? And where can I buy that food? And where can I do this? And then I thought, why am I pointing you to another brand here? I'm going to make my own. You know what I mean, and, and then it did, and that's where it was created from. It's just it was it just come from the experience that I had with gut health, and I always knew that if I had a baby, I always wanted a baby brand of food. Yeah, and then it went from the the pouches and the toddler meals to nurseries, and then we cook for nurseries. I cook for nurseries now because there's a yeah, lot it's of evolved, children. Yeah, it's evolved, It's evolved. You've evolved massively over the years. I've, I've watched your journey and. You've always kept to food, like you've always knew your lane. 
and you've just grown and grown and learned. Yeah, I've moved more away more. from the likes of the personal training side of things and the fitness side of things, and, and, and moved more into foods and stuff like People that. Are and awful, though, isn't it? I mean, even in your fitness, you've had to know all this. Well, yeah, because when I did all my bodybuilding and I was on stage and stuff, everything had to be to the to the calorie, you know, it all had to be yeah. like specific. But yeah, yeah. but it's. I'm just quite passionate about 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 what I do. Like I think if you haven't got like you, if you haven't got passion for what you do, it won't work. And really, really, isn't it? If you haven't got passion for what, if you haven't got passion, it's not work. Just go and give up. Just go and give up because it's hard enough anyway. If you haven't got passion for the business, and and you're not gonna put your heart and soul into something, and I remember setting this up, and it was blood, sweat, and tears for eight months while trying to be a mum. You know, and then it, it was just about to go boom, and then lockdown happens and just stopped us all in our tracks. Yeah. So Easy. difficult, isn't it? I mean, how we've all had to pivot. You know, we had loads of classes and stuff and boot camps and everything booked in. It's just everything. mad, isn't it? The whole, the whole, the whole life has been turned upside down for yeah. a lot of a lot of people. And during that time, um, obviously we were, we started cooking a lot um, for nurseries. Um, that was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There was, you know, I was able to go out to the nurseries and kind of sell the brands and talk. I had little fills and we went, this is what we do, this is what we create. And, you know, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of children in nurseries that do suffer with these allergies. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of nurseries don't, can't, don't really understand a lot about allergies and intolerance and stuff, which is why they paid somebody like us to go in and yeah. for them so that they knew that categorically they were getting everything down to the ground and if there was ever a problem with a bit of food it was on my head but I was confident yeah. enough to know that if something did come back I'd be able to kind of we were just a co I'm not just a company that cooks food I'm the knowledge behind it as well and we're, we're all ensured to be able to go well, if anything happens you know it got me to answer. Touch wood, I've never ever had, had, had a bad thing happen in 24 years, ever, with with yeah. getting something wrong. But yeah. Wow. I know. 24 years? No, don't. <laughs> I started when I was 16. Like, I left school. I was awful in school, by the way. So if anyone's watching this, please don't think that I was clever because I weren't. I wasn't, I wasn't interested in anything other than fitness. Yeah. Anything, I failed at everything except fitness. I mean, the PA, physical education was the only one. I got an A, an a for everything I, I just failed. Like that, but with I couldn't be bothered. And I just knew that was me. And then I started off as a gym instructor. And then I went to like a studio stuff. And then I was a manager. And then I was a manager in David Lloyd's. And here, there, and everywhere. I've done it all. And then I was like, no. You know, there's so many other things. Avenues that I'm going to take this business, but I just, we just can't do nothing. We're all on lockers. We're all locked down. It's frustrating, isn't it? It's we so can't do anything now. But once the bit, once you know, the life kind of dies down and we go back to normality, that the the, the the business will be taking a, 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 a different direction and stuff. We're going to be homing more into the nurseries and. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that I want to do with the parents and the nurseries, and because it, it's sad, really, because you, 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 when they're in, when they're in a nursery, you know, the the nurseries that I deal with are amazing, and they do everything that they can to try and feed the children the best 
food that they can and the water. And I know in Jackson's nature, they're amazing. You know, they don't allow fizzy drinks. They don't, allow, they don't give them, like, any form of bad food and stuff like that. They give them proper, correct food. And then, obviously, we keep the meals and that for them. And then they go home to the parents. And then the parents are feeding them poor food. And then they come back into the nurses and they're not well. So it's kind of like trying to educate the parents that there's a reason why your child's sick. There's a reason why you're messaging me still and asking, your baby's come out in a rash, can you help me? And it's like, well, what are you feeding them? And yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand that it doesn't cost a lot of money either to feed children healthy foods. You can't what would be your, um, your top tips on that then? You know, for um, like budgeters and budgeters? Do you know what? For, for me, it's like get, go and get loads of vegetables and turn it into a big soup. You know, your soup can last up to four days in the fridge. Make a big batch of it and freeze it. You know, it doesn't have to be. You just, I'm not saying that you've got to go out and buy organic food. I'm not saying that. Take away the brands, for instance, I'm talking as a mum now. You know, you don't, I don't go out and buy all organic food for Jackson to eat. I buy healthy food, but, you know, I only kept to the organic because we were organic certified. So if, they, if that got tested in the lab, they'd be able to see whether it was organic or not. But I still go out and buy healthy foods for, for the baby and stuff. Make a big massive pan of stuff for your family and then put it into, into the freezer. You know, go and get a load. Go and get a load of. Um, if you want to feed your, ch your children meat, not a problem with that at all. Just make sure it's nice and neat, and freeze it. Batch cook it. You, know, you yeah. don't need to be going and buying big bags of chips and chicken nuggets and thinking that that's the way forward. Because you're yeah. going to do more damage to your children. Sad. Batch cook healthy food and freeze it. Give okay. So batch cook and freeze it. And what would your top tips be on um, healthy, tasty treats? Well, you can make loads of like, you know, like, like now you see all these cupcakes and stuff like that. You can make loads of like little um, slapjacks for the kids and little cookies again, make loads of them, but get them involved. You know, let them, let them cook with you. Put the little, I, I've got this little apron, a little hat for the baby. Like, I can't really say what I'm doing at the moment because there's too many people out there that copy me. But there's... I'm doing something at the minute which is going to involve the baby. Okay. And um, that's going to be getting released next year. Obviously, he's a little bit wild now. He can't keep still, but eventually he'll be next to me and it'll it'll be going off and you'll be able to see everything visually. Yeah, well, it's, a nice, it's a nice compliment, isn't it? If you know that um, people want to copy what you're doing. Listen, I, I, I'm all for people, you know, doing well and that, and I'm like girl power and empowering women and stuff, and you do whatever you've got to do to kind of, you know, to, if, if it works. We're all just trying to get on, aren't we? Everyone's yeah, just yeah. trying to get on, and I'm made up for everybody that's having a go and stuff, because it's hard yeah. work at the minute, but you, you get, you get, you do, this city sometimes, you do get a bit of punishment, don't you, for trying to have a go and stuff, everybody thinks, oh, well, you just copying ideas and stuff, but people don't understand like the effort and the time and what you've done to put that in and stuff, and then you just think, oh, what? it is, it's hard, it is hard, especially coming up with like 
you know, original ideas that I think you get emotionally attached to them as well because, like, it's sort of like a dream and a passion, isn't it? So that's what I mean. Especially when you've done when you've created when you've created something like that and stuff. But there's room for everybody in this, of course, in this, yeah, in this course. world to do whatever. And I'm to just put their own twists on it because everyone's amazing in their own right, and I think. We'll be going back to super cool foods in the new year at the, I, at, at the minute. It's just, it's, it's impossible at the moment, but yeah, what we've got planned. Right what did you say? It's difficult right now to do anything. It is really. difficult because a lot of the nurseries that we do cook for are kind of like, they've got so many restrictions and so many regulations because of COVID and stuff. I feel sorry for them that it's hard for them to kind of operate at full yeah. capacity and be able to work at full capacity. So it's just not, it's just not financially stable to be able to go and cook for a lot of them because a lot of them haven't got a lot of kids in there. So yeah. it's, it's hard to just trying to manage it, but I'm kind of helping them behind the scenes and giving them the recipes. And I'm like, let's cook this for you, let's cook that for you. How are you how yeah. the kids feeling? So I'm still inundated with advice from people asking them yeah. to help them and stuff like that. Um, it is just hard for, for life for everybody. Everybody's at home zooming. What? Everyone's at home doing Zoom. <laughs> We're all zooming. That's life, Zoom. But yeah, it's, it is. It's just... I, it's just it's adapting now, isn't it? We've just got to adapt and make the most yeah. good. I just, you know, I, I'm always there to help any mum with any children with their, with their nutrition. You know, please. I, I think a lot of people are scared sometimes to ask for advice. I'll sit there all day and, and, and chat to mums and stuff like that and try, try and help them. Because I think at the first, in the first lockdown, everyone suddenly became a cook and they wanted to cook and they wanted to do and I've done a lot of recipes and then I think a lot of people just got fed up because because it's like you can't be bothered anymore. It's hard. It's hard being at home. I've got nearly a two year old baby and even though we didn't have work to go to and stuff, it's still hard to try and feed them a meal every couple of hours and cook yeah. for them, try and shop for them and try and keep them healthy, keep yourself healthy. Life yeah. just becomes so so mundane. But yeah. just but I I do I done a lot of prepping for the baby like I did for myself when I was in concert. Just I'm just frozen sometimes. I've got it yeah. on you've got to, you've got to do what you've got to do, haven't you? Survive, and, uh, yeah. And make life as, as easy as well moving forward if you can save time. So tell us a little bit about your um, pouches and your box service that you do. So the pouches were um, you know, with, with different kinds of flavours put together for children who were some of them were from four months plus some of them were from eight months plus because when you're four months old and stuff the, the part you can only kind of give them a little kind of taste of fruit and stuff because the stomachs are like this big so it's hard for food to digest you've got to be very very careful on the foods that you put together for the pouches um mine were all made fresh once uh, once a week and got delivered once a week because they had nothing in them apart from the fruits and vegetables. That was it. So they went off. So again, that's why we we were delivering every couple of days and stuff for how fresh it was. Because you know, you could, you could take some of the other brands. Again, I'm not naming who they are. That a lot of them sat on a shelf for months and months and months. 
and it, it's just puzzling as to how they can contain them and preserve them when they say there's nothing else in them. Fruit veg goes off, you know that yourself. Yeah. You know, how is it not going off if it's sat on a, on a warm shelf in a supermarket for months on end with a shelf life of a year later? Um, so yeah. the pouches were kind of made once a week and delivered to the clients um, the, with the little the tile boxes and in that you got like one inch of every pouch got some of the waters the waters were just infused waters um, yeah. it was just another, another way of trying to get the children hydrated but with an essence of the of the of the of fruits and vegetables in it themselves rather than them letting them drink a fruit juice and things we were kind of giving them an alternative to that and putting straw yeah. in fresh water and letting them drink it um, yeah. the little the little Toddler meals, um, they were again. They were they were cooked fresh every every week as well, and and delivered to them. Um, probably yeah. They only really done it like Monday to Friday and stuff like that. So they used to. What I'd say to them is keep three days out, put the rest in the freezer, and then get them out the night before. Otherwise, they'll go off, and that's how fresh they were every week. Okay, so, so like, go on. Sorry, go on. What should I say? No, I was just going to say to recap on your tips. Um, so you'd say to batch cook and freeze. Yeah. And to get the kids involved. Yeah. In in the process, but that's a good yeah. idea with the um, the infused waters and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, the, I mean, like you, you do you see a lot of these children, and I'm, again, mums wonder why the the kids' teeth corrode and, and they're not very good. It's because there's so many bad sugars in these drinks. Yeah. Um, you know, and do you know what? It's nobody's fault. It's just kind of time to educate parents on this is the alternative. Nobody's saying that, that that's right and that's wrong and I'm right and you're wrong. It's not. I'm just trying to give people, let's try it this way and give, yeah. them, give them this because this will work better. You know, I was a new mum. knowledge i never said that once i had a baby i'm going to be the greatest mum alive and everything that i do with jackson's going to be the best and yours is all going to be great fault i had to kind of get used to just that work and jackson was kind of like my guinea pig should you say i kind of tested things on him to see how the flavors work together and stuff like that and he just ate anything anyway so you know it, it <laughs> It was kind of doing that, and then we ended up getting them in in a couple of shops in our Liverpool. So we we franchised the, the pouches and the foods and that house so that people could go in and buy them. We had to just restock them every couple of days and and stuff like that. But it's just all about getting your children. You are, you're gonna be busy. You're gonna be busy. I'm 39 next year. Don't you think I should slow down? <laughs> I think I should. But I always say, like, I mean, if you're doing what you love. Yeah, like, I, I mean, it, it was very stressful. What I love. I, it, that was more stressful than any other business I've ever had because it, it was scary. I'm working with children. You've got to be very, very careful of what you're doing with a child. So I had a really, really lot of, what's the ways I'm looking for? I had a lot of, what's the ways? Um, what's the ways I'm looking for? There's all these children's Is it like is it like a, is it on like my back? Pressure, maybe? pressure. I had all this pressure of making I'm like sure. that when I work with the kids 
do other classes and stuff. It's so important. Yeah, you've got to be very careful because if you say or do the wrong thing or they get sick, it's like, wow. You know, and, and people seem to think, oh, it's all right. You're just throwing, throwing baby foods into a box. You're not. It's, you, yeah. You've got to be very, very careful on, on, on what you do and, and how you, you sell that because if they get sick and it comes back to you, that's why we had all our food tested in a lab. It went to a lab put a shelf life on it for me. So we had all the kind of the, the it wasn't just a case of an adult. And I say to you all this, there's your food plant, so I'll go and crack on with that. It was kind of, everything had to be done legitimately where, you know, we had to, we had to kind of get the insurance and, and get everything batch tested and tested in the lab and the organic certification company come out. And there was a lot of groundwork that went into this. Because if, if we had one one little tiny hiccup, could have blew the whole the whole business up, and you know I, I wasn't prepared to let that happen. That's scary. It is scary because it's a children's body. You know when I was doing all the food intolerance tests and I was sticking the needle into the into the finger, and the kid, the kids would cry, and they, because I've just hit them with the needle and it breaks me hard. But then the when we got the results back, and then I'd be like, with the mum, right, okay, so we've got this, 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 and this. Now we're going to do this. And then watching the kids change, and the skin change, and the parents coming back and saying, Siri, you've changed the baby's life, and they're sleeping better, they're, you know, they're on the toilet better and stuff. It makes it all worthwhile. But yeah. you've just got to kind of, you've got, you've just got to be careful when it comes to working with the child's body. I was feeding children through a tube. Kids who were disabled... You know, we, like the pouches, the foods was going into, obviously a lot of children were fed through the stomach, so they were tube fed. Um, I had a lot of mums that come to me because um, the foods were so fresh. They were getting put into the tube that was getting fed into the kid's stomach. The anxiety levels of, of that it was, I had to liaise with the doctors and everything because, you know, it was so it so it was so scary, but I'm confident in my own ability to be able to know that. You know that. what you're doing, right? So there's nothing to be. It's just it's just hard. Where it, it's just because I've never kind of dealt with that before. But because yeah. I knew what was, I knew I was basically the cook, the shop, the social media, everything. Nobody touched any of that food. Nobody touched me pouches. Nobody touched. The toddler meals, nobody touched the nursery food. Obviously, there was a team of people working with me, but I would not let anybody touch that food. It was all me that was doing it because if it came back, at least I can say it's my fault. But yeah. the, 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 seeing the children get fed through the tube with my food is quite rewarding. Like, it, it's yeah. sad because obviously they've got to be fed this way, but... A lot of them with but the being of service, isn't it? And there's nothing better than being able to help and Yeah, you know, that's what I mean. And a, a lot a lot of them because they are disabled, you know, um they kind of they struggle with with the bowels and, and the guts and things like that. And yeah. we had to, I had to liaise with the doctors and say, Right, well if we give them this, this might work and it was helping them you know, be able to, to function a little bit better with inside because the food that was going into was purely organic and it was clean and there was nothing in it. Um, so, it, you know, that was quite rewarding. Yeah. It's just a Amazing. shame that this, that this whole 
COVID situation coming yeah. to play in March and stop me in my tracks and stuff like that. But it'll come back. Or it'll it's... come back. You know what? You know when you um, when the lockdown lifts, you're going to be like, oh my God, I want that break. <laughs> We'll never get this time back in our lives again. No. I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful. In a way, it's sad because we haven't been able to work. But I'm grateful at the time I've been at home with Jackson. You know, I've watched him grow up. And I've, I've spent 99% of my me, of me time with them, watching and turning into this, into this little funny character. And I haven't, I haven't missed any of the good moments. Do you know what I mean? And while yeah, I've and that's what we've got to do, isn't it? We've got to take the positives. Yeah, and I've, I've been reading a lot more, and I've been look studying a lot more, and from that, I've created this new thing that I'm going to be kind of launching in the new year and stuff. Oh, and I, I can't wait! I was going to. I wouldn't be able to do it. Final question. I probably wouldn't yeah, have been yeah. able to do it if I didn't have the time. Yeah, that was going to be the final question. What's coming for you for um, 2021? But it's a secret for now. Well. What that little bit of secret, but we're going to be kind of home and more into the into the nursery side of things, and we found that's where our path is as a business. Um, I think it makes it for you, doesn't it? Yeah, the nursery. I mean, the nurseries as well. When I go in and I see all the little kids there, and I get to chat to them, and, and they're so funny, and you know, I love being I around. I love being around kids. I love being around kids, and I think the running and delivering the meals to the homes and. and that's all kind of getting put on the back burner for now and we're going to be kind of like homing a lot more onto the nurseries and kind of helping them grow as a, as a nursery and doing more um, seminars in each nursery and bringing the parents in and introducing, introducing ourselves and like highway super cool food we cook for your children um you know let's let's kind of take the goodness out the nursery Let's take that home with you and kind of offer the parents kind of recipe books and stuff created by themselves to take them home and let them kind of do it. So they're not just coming to nursery and being fed goodness. Let them continue at home because I think there's a lot of mums like that now pulling the hairs out because they don't know what to do with the children and you know yeah. I, I want i want to be able to help families a lot a lot more and especially with what the government's doing to everybody i think everyone's struggling yeah. you know i think everyone's yeah. scared aren't they that i think that it's, yeah. it's, it's really scary at the minute because i think a lot of people are locked in the house and a little bit panicking over the mental health and stuff like that so we can kind of get the nutrition into them and let them understand that it's okay yeah, definitely i think that's exactly the same with why i'm doing what i'm doing at the moment running this free program i think it's so difficult having our control taken away from us and if yeah. mental health has never been a problem, it's not. And we've got to take it, it for ourselves. That's what I mean. As a mum myself as well, it can be quite daunting being at home all day long with a child who's like terrible twos at the moment and stuff like that. I'm trying to get the balance of feeding them, feeding yourself wondering them are you doing the right thing by them are you feeding them the right thing and stuff like that so the way you're doing all your amazing sessions with them and you've done your, your little book on amazon and, and it's all been amazing it's it's kind of offering parents that kind of concept but in in, in nutrition yeah. type type thing and you know, there's not a lot of people with a lot of money and stuff out there at the moment and stuff, which is nobody's fault of their own. You know, it is it is what it is. So it's kind of like trying to 
get the business to a point where we can offer all like free free nutrition seminars and, and things things like that too. yeah definitely whatever whatever anybody can give at this time is, is definitely helpful isn't it i mean i've created the free resources section on the site with just loads of free downloads i mean it can take time but it doesn't cost nothing I mean, if we all do our bit, you know, even you being on here tonight and sharing your knowledge is helpful. There's loads of little businesses that are about to jump on board by, like, you know, feeding, you know, families that don't have a lot of food at, you know, yes. at this time of year. And every single business that got involved in that in Liverpool is just amazing. It just shows, like, what it's like. Incredible, it's just, incredible. yeah, because, you know, it. it I think because I, I am a mom, like, I, I also, I am a mom, I know what it's like, you know, it's, imagine how some mums are feeling right now, are, are they doing the right, like, they can't afford to feed the child, you know, this food and that food, but if they, they just need to understand that they can eat healthy on a budget, if you, if you get given the correct ingredients, you could probably cook a pan of soup this big for about father, and then just put it in, and then you know your kids getting all, like, the, the father day, just from a little bowl of soup. Yeah. Cost absolutely. Rather than buying a tin of soup off the shelf, do it this way. Because yeah. it'll be more cost effective and it'll be healthier in the long run. And you know it hasn't been sat on a raw shelf for months. Yeah. Well, definitely. Well, thank you so much tonight. I've absolutely loved it. Oh, you're welcome. Lovely to see you. And your new flat and everything. It's just gorgeous. What did you, I can't hear you. I said your new little flat that you've oh, got. Oh, this is the office. I'm still in work. This is the office. You know, as if, you know, you've got that as an office. Only you would do that. <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> no, oh, thank you. Thank you. It's been, um, it's been a journey. We've got a new project. Um, getting released on Oh, you've always got a new project. Never stop. Never stop. You never <laughs> do. That's what makes you, you. You're, I'm the same as you, but in food for... Yeah, we have to keep going, don't we? You know, well, we do. That's what us women do. We just yeah, have to keep, keep going. going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, you take you. care, Liz. And you, we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye